0: Demons, boy, and get their head gone. So much ice around my neck is starting for like a head cold. Demon killer, gang captain, put that on my headstone. That's my music my walk of Christ. You That's know you dead wrong. They got sticks and drums, we got different ones. We don't ones. Bible Blicky and the Gospel Glock. No, yeah. Don't play with guns. This that real music. This that demon killer Christian drill music. It's that real music. This that holy war can't pop a seal music. This that real music. This that grab your Bible, not that pill music. This that real music. This that save a soul, not a deal music. Devil said
1: I need you them to music for the You are officially (laughs) tapped King
0: Legend Talks, artist of the week.
1: Welcome to King Legend Talks, man. This is the one and only DKG Kai in the building. How you feeling today, man?
0: I'm good, man. It's an honor to be here, for sure.
1: Absolutely. We're happy to have you here, man. So I've been hearing a lot of
0: good things about you. I
1: ain't gonna lie. A lot of good things is all I've been hearing whenever I hear your name is being brought up in these conversations, man. So we're going to really get down into the story. We're going to allow people to really learn a little bit more about you, you know what I'm saying? Because what I will say is your music is unique, okay? It's very unique to the Christian hip-hop space. Mm -hmm. You know, you're really really diving into the drill music of Christian hip-hop, which is something I really haven't seen before, to be honest with you. It's very rare if it's ever been done before. So we're going to elaborate on that a little bit. But for starters, man, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. I know you're from Detroit. But let everybody know what's we'll up with you, man.
0: What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, DKG Kai, man, a.k.a. the big demon killer, man. Straight from D- Detroit, 313. We're glad to be here, man. Been rapping for about a year and a half now. So it's just all glory to God for everything that's been happening, for real.
1: Wow. So you do on- only been rapping for a year and a half.
0: Yeah, at the most, like two years. Like two years ago was when I started like playing with it, but I ain't. I, I really didn't take it serious and become an artist for real until like a year and a half ago, for real.
1: Man, that's major the amount of
0: uh, success you've had so far in just
1: such a, a little time, man. Because I gotta say, with the traction that you've been getting. Uh, Somebody might have thought you've been rapping for at least a decade, you know what I'm saying? No cap,
0: (laughs) no cap. For real.
1: So, um, why music? Let's start there. Why music?
0: Man, I can answer that a lot of ways. Um, First, really, just, I was a, you know, I I dipped off into the street, did my thing for a minute, Um, but I became a youth pastor at like 19, and don't get me wrong, I love, love being a youth pastor, it was cool. Like I loved interacting with the kids and being able to help people. That's all I wanted to do was help people for real. But I started to notice. Like I'm like, man, it seemed like music kind of got a hook more than a, a sermon do. Because some people are never gonna turn me on to hear me preach if they see me at a podium with a Bible. But it's a chance that I could go on TikTok and shoot a music video, and I might catch your eye with the jewelry. You know what I'm saying? With with, with the tattoos, whatever. And then you, once I catch your eye, that means I can catch your ear. So I'm doing the same thing I was doing with youth pastor, but it's on a way bigger scale now, you feel me? Yeah. So? Yeah, that, that's that's why. So
1: in other words, you still got the microphone, but you're reaching a different audience.
0: Exactly. Exactly that.
1: I can Y'all. dig that. I can dig that for sure, man. So, you know, that's interesting to find out that you were actually a youth pastor. So that can kind of go hand in hand when it comes to the lyrics and your music, because you're actually coming from a place where you actually read the word and you're not just saying stuff that sounds good
0: exactly. you know
1: what i'm saying and and that's major when it comes to actually winning souls for the kingdom so my question right now is what is your priority with your music like what do you want people to really get from it most
0: most definitely i, I feel like my whole purpose of doing this and the reason why not just doing music but the reason because it, it would have been easy. I'm gonna be honest, I tell people all the time, like if I wanted to blow up quicker than what I did, I could have easily took the traditional route of making traditional Christian music. But for mm. me, it's not just about blowing up and being on Rapzilla and doing all this different stuff. It's not about that for me. For me, it's more so like I got I had the money and stuff already. I had I was a businessman, I did the you pastor thing, I knew how to get money, so it wasn't about that. For me, it was like I wanna reach the kids that grew up like I grew up that didn't like listening to Christian rap because it, it, they felt like they couldn't relate to it. You know what I'm saying? Like the people who grew up in a in a household where they parents wanted them to listen in to uh, to listen to Christian rap, but it was like, bro, mm-hmm. I don't like this. Like I can't get down with this. It ain't hard for real. Like this don't sound like what I would listen to. Right. So for me, I just want to reach. I want to reach people, man. Like I said, since I was a kid, I've always wanted to just be a help uh, to my generation, and even though I was older and younger, I just want to help people. That's it, and bring people closer to the Kingdom of God.
1: I got so your focus and your priority is still winning souls, and that's um, it, that's
0: and, all it's ever been.
1: And that's important for people to understand that, man, because this is what people got to understand it's like when you're a fisherman, and you know, the Bible teaches us to be fishermen, fishers, men of men, you know, to go out there and catch souls for the kingdom. So, yeah. when you're truly being a fisherman, sometimes it requires a different bait. And so, yep. would you consider your music like a different type of bait? To win yeah. souls for Christ,
0: <laughs> yeah, most definitely. It's like I've been talking to people about this all the time. I think my homeboy in here, Benai, he a uh, crazy artist too. I've been talking to him about it. It's like, it's like this, man. Um, with traditional Christian rap, it's 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 a it's a great thing because it's it's helping the Christian community. You know what I'm saying? But for me, it's like. I want to help the Christian community, but I also want to go grab the street dudes that's still selling drugs to get them to stop selling drugs. Like you know what I'm saying? Like we got to give them something. We got to give the girls that's in the strip club something. We got to give them something to catch their ear, and not they don't even realize I'm ministering to them the whole time. They just hear a hard drill beat, right? And they and and I caught their eye, but they don't even realize the music is ministering to them. You feel me? The whole entire time. So yeah, man, it's 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 definitely a different type of bait, but. That's why I do what I do, man. And I take my lashes for it, and I take my, um, you know, my criticism and, I, and my slack. But at yeah. the end of the day, when I get those DMs and those messages of people I know wouldn't step foot in the church, saying things like, "Bro, like your music make me want to be close to God. You make me feel like I can be myself and love God still." Like mm-hmm. that, that lets me know, okay, cool, I'm doing the right thing for it.
1: No, I I love that man because to me the way I would describe it is like let's say your music is like a T-shirt, mm-hmm. and it's the message on the shirt that starts the conversation. Yep. And so when pe- people tap into you, like in the DMs and stuff like that, and that conversation is uh is started, you take that opportunity to really to really drive it home, like Jesus is King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Correct.
0: Yep. Now most definitely, now, it's like go ahead, go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say, so from, the, from those type of conversations, um, have you, you really seen people go that extra, that extra step and what they walk?
0: Most definitely. It's like the first step, okay, the church has a, uh, what's the word for it? We, a lot of times the church, we have a bad habit of trying to speed up a person's pr- process, and that's not our job. So, mm-hmm. for me, it's like, like, I've even told people like this, and I, I proudly say this. Like, I've told people, it's like, okay, the, the church will expect, let's just say the person's problem is they're addicted to nicotine and cigarettes. And the church expects, okay, I'm going to pray for this person, and we're going to go through a salvation prayer. And then right after that, they better not smoke another cigarette another day after this. Bro, sometimes mm-hmm. that happens. Like, sometimes that may happen. But if we're just being totally real. Sometimes things don't happen overnight, but that's why it's that constant checking in. Like, hey bro, you good? Just checking with you. You feel me? Like right. so, yeah, they like they this first step may have been them hearing my music. Then the second step was them reaching out. Then the third step was me reaching back out to them. Then from there, it's fourth and fifth and sixth. It's not just step one, give your life to Christ, and then your life is perfect after that. Because even for me, growing up in the church and being a pastor's kid and then being a, a youth pastor and then coming into being a um a Christian rapper. I still have my daily demons that I have to fight every single day. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely a process, but it, it's up to us to make that extra step and continue to check on those people, shoot them some encouragement, you know what I'm saying, whenever we can, and to just be an example. You got to lead by example at the end of the day because I'm not going to be able realistically. I'm not going to be able to reach out to every single fan, especially as it continues to grow. But my life should be a light, and my life should be an example.
1: Uh- Absolutely. Um, I like the way uh, Caleb Gordon puts it. We are the evidence. You know, your that's... life is the evidence of God's existence. You know what I'm saying? When people see you, they should definitely see the light of Christ. Yeah. And that light shines bright. And there's no uh, limit to how far in the darkness it can reach. You know what, what I'm saying? Right. So, like, when you're talking about the trap you know, and the trenches, because that's yeah. where drill music really comes from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, when you're talking about reaching people down there, you, you know, you can't come down there with this attitude and being bougie to the point where uh, they don't want to hear you. They're not right. trying to listen to you. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel like I understand exactly where you come from when, when it comes to your music, the drill music. Um, and, and I feel like you're misunderstood by a lot of people that's in the church that's uh, stuck beyond the four walls. You know, there's a lot of people that have not understood that we are the church and it's not just the building. Yeah. And, and, and so what you do can really rub up against what they got going on in the building. You get yeah. what I'm saying? So like, as far as like getting booked for, for shows and stuff like that in the actual church buildings, yeah. I do understand where that could be a, a issue for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we have to remember what the purpose is, yeah. is to win souls. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so that's why I wanted to make sure that that's where the focus was for you, mm-hmm. um, because some religious folk. Ain't gonna give you the time of day to listen to your lyrics. No, nah, you know, know. And, and and that's that's something that I know is obvious when it comes to this faith that we have. Um, what kind of uh, take do you want to take on that conversation, as far as them just giving you an opportunity to hear your music? Because the yeah. way I see it, the music ain't yeah. for them; it's for the the lost soul. That's
0: it. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's like this. Um, I was t- I was telling somebody like two days ago this promoter like i'm not stupid i know some churches i'm not going to be invited to some churches that's cool like that's totally fine with me i knew see this is the thing when i first started i didn't have the demon killer thing like when i first started i was really just rapping on detroit beats trying to find my flow but then all of a sudden like i said something i think i said bible book or demon killer something in the stool. and like everybody kind of stopped and they like bro like what you say so for a minute it scared me so it was like okay you know what let me stick to the blueprint of Christian rap. Let me be safe. I'm not going to do this. And they kept telling me like, cause we all come from the same background. So they all telling me like, no, nah, bro, like we need what you doing right now. And this is before anybody knew who I was like that group of people sat in that studio that day. I'll never forget it. And told me like, bro, we need what you're doing. So it don't matter what type of criticism you getting, bro. Like you gonna you got to do this for us. You feel me? Like for the, for the newer generation, you type stuff. So, yeah, man. I, I, I'm going to be honest. Like, I know I'm not going to be invited to certain churches and stuff, but I look at even the people who came before me, like people, this generation now, they wouldn't even believe that Lecrae wasn't invited to certain churches. People used to look at Lecrae like he was demonic yeah. back then. So it's like, you're going to, if you doing, if you're being a trailblazer and you were first to do something and you're trying to knock down a door, like, even with Detroit, bro, we don't have a lot of Detroit artists that's making it in Christian rap. We just don't, if we just being honest. So, it's like when you're trying to bust down that door for everybody, at the end of the day, like, you're going to have to take some hits. Right. You're going to have to, you know, get some slack. So, yeah, I've been getting it. But, bro, it's, I'm going to be honest, bro. God got me, man. And my fan base has been extremely supportive um they got my back something crazy to the point where i don't even have to argue in comments people be in my comments my fans be right at their head like i gotta right. tell them chill like but it's good to, to know like okay i got a solid fan base behind me that's growing every single day and there's some people that do love love what i'm doing same thing with the Kurt franklin thing like you know the whole nine now,
1: now you know one of the things i feel like god revealed to me recently bro is that you know there's a lot of people who call themselves christians and they aren't really christians number one i mean they don't take a rocket scientist to know that but yeah. at the same time there are some people that are walking this walk and they don't understand that they can still be influenced by devils yeah and so i like to use peter as an example when jesus said get thee behind me Satan," yeah he was with jesus every single yeah. day and 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 Jesus still had to say, get thee behind me, Satan. Because mm-hmm. he's sitting here trying to convince Jesus that he's really not about to die on this cross. Yes. He's really yes. trying yes. to convince him that, you know, that that, that uh, prophecy that you think is going to happen is really not going to happen in that right. way. Yeah. So he's really, in in Jesus' ear, trying to convince him that what God told him is going to happen is really not about to happen. And so yes. I like to use, use that as an example because... The same thing when it comes to what you feel the Holy Spirit is telling you to do with your music. Yeah, There's going to be a lot of people who's not going to understand because yeah. the calling is not for them. It's for exactly. you. Yeah. And so one thing I know about it, the Bible tells us to judge somebody by their fruits. So what is the fruit of your music? Are people really getting saved that yeah. we're in the trenches? You know, are people that are really out here killing and drug yeah. dealing are going to think about Jesus when they put on your music,
0: you know, because
1: that's the fruit of what it is you're bringing to the table. And so who are we to say God is not blessing what you're doing for that specific reason? You know what I'm saying? so it's so quick to be on the outside looking in, trying to cast judgment on one another when we have to understand that God gave every (laughs) single one of us an assignment. And what is your assignment is not the same as somebody else's. Yes. And this is what I always say. As long as the fruit shows, that is all that matters. Because yeah. God is going to require you to do some things in your life that's not going to make sense to others. Mm-hmm. It's never going to make sense to somebody else that isn't tasked with doing it. Yeah. But the fact that God gave you that assignment and you spent time in your word and you feel like the Holy Spirit is telling you to do this, continue going, my brother. Yeah. It doesn't matter about nobody else. Kill all yeah. that noise. It's yeah. all about what the Holy Spirit is doing for your life, man, and the souls that's going to be one for the kingdom because they celebrate in the heaven every time a, a sinner's soul is one. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, and so it's all about putting in that work and, and actually serving. And I feel like um, the way that you're being misunderstood by a lot of people that's in the church, you know, is definitely toxic because when it comes to deliverance ministry, for example, there's a lot of pastors yeah. that argue with that. You know, Christians can't have demons and all of this stuff, but you can give place to the devil. So I don't understand the philosophy of how that's so hard to comprehend. But yet at the same time, they would argue with that. And then I'll say, well, you have to think deeper. Why would this be an issue? Just like you making um, uh, music to to win souls that's in the Mm trap. Why would that be an issue? The only thing I can think of is the kingdom of darkness do not want that to happen. Yep. The kingdom of darkness knows if you make this type of music, you're going to reach people in those dark places. They yep. don't want your light over here. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? They don't, they don't want the light of Christ over there. So if you yep. continue to make this type of music, you're going to continue to reach people. And God has already revealed that to you. That's why you continue to do it. Because yep. I know personally, if you felt like the Holy Spirit was
0: telling you no, you wouldn't do it most definitely yeah got like it's it's crazy the holy spirit done told me you know about a couple of things that was like you sure and it's like okay bet I can't do that so um even like my first the first deal I was ever offered man I, I got deal I got offered a deal for six six figures maybe like 7 to 8 months ago and it's it's a, a record company in Detroit like I ain't even gonna say who what rappers associated with it but you know, it's it's a nice situation. You feel me? So right. and at the time, if I'm being honest, I needed the money, like six figures. Who don't who wouldn't you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Like they right up the street, they understand the vision. These some some dudes that come from where I come from. Mm-hmm. And I call my mama all excited, like, Ma, I just got off da 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 And she like, all right, you need to pray about it. So when I get to praying about it, I'm like, dang, like, God telling me no. And it was it was it crushed me. But I'm so glad I didn't because now I was even telling some of the homies like Zati, Benaya, Project, all of them like we were looking back on where that company is now, and it's like, okay, God, I see why I see why you wanted me to stay independent. Like I see why you didn't want me to go over there and you wanted me to do my own thing. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. and it's just it's just being Holy Spirit led for sure.
1: Listening to that voice of God is everything, man. I'll be trying to tell people yep. that's why it's so important to put God first in your life. When you first wake up in the morning, and pray, man. Because he's going to let you know what's happening today. You know, it's going to be attacks. The devil is always working to attack people. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people fail to put on that full armor of God. And that's why they're vulnerable throughout the day to all the attacks of the enemy. But when you put God first, it's also like putting on your armor in the morning. You know what I'm saying? To protect yourself as you go on throughout the day. So, man, everything I'm hearing from you, bro, I I really enjoy because I, I really you know I, I just got a feeling like i feel like when you had the holy spirit in you yeah you can see the holy spirit in somebody else Most and definitely. you can relate to it, especially when you spend that time in your prayer closet you really and you get it you know what i'm saying so like yeah i definitely understand where you're coming from with your music um I, i'm interested in hearing about your testimony a little bit for the people that don't know mm-hmm. i know you uh was brought up in church and in you strayed away a little bit. You got distracted yeah. in college. Yeah. You know, yeah. you was a baller playing basketball you know for a little saying. bit. You yeah. know, so, yeah. so bring us to that, point, that part of your life where you hit that crossroad, man. Like, uh, you were in school, and then your grade stopped. You yeah. know, they started to drop a little bit, and then you started to make some bad choices. Let's yeah. talk about that.
0: Um. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, and I appreciate you for doing your homework, too. Like, I ain't have to tell you that. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> so, what I do,
1: man. That's what <laughs> <yeah>. I do. <laughs> <laughs> for
0: sure but um but no man it's like I was I I was at a college uh I won't say their name but I was at a college and it was a nice little school but I knew it I kind of knew cuz I transferred from Spring Arbor University to go there to play basketball cuz <clears throat> Spring Arbor was too strict and I was just kind of ready to just be out here you know what I'm saying so I get up there to the other university and um I still reverence God like I would still pray everything like that but it just it was nowhere near Conviction level that I used to have, so I'm out here having sex. I'm partying every night. I'm drinking. I'm smoking. I'm selling drugs. Like I'm, I'm doing the whole nine, um, and it, it, like fighting you know, doing everything. So halfway, not halfway. I'm sorry. After the first semester, I'll never forget it. We was in Florida playing at a, tr- a tournament, and coach came to me, called me up to his hotel room. He was like, "Look, man, like." I got to suspend you off the team. Like, we ain't going to kick you out. Like, we should because you can fail these drug tests. We know what you up here doing, but I like you. But, you know, we got to at least suspend you. So, I told my parents thinking they going to let me stay up there and, you know what I'm saying, just try to get my grades up and all that. But my parents like, listen, bro, you done had two years to try to get yourself right. You been messed up already. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, this is over with. We not about to just let you just be up there wilding. So, you know, you need to come home and get a job, all that. So, I come home. My parents have, uh, have a business, you know what I'm saying, a very successful um, uh, business in real estate, so I was working out in Indiana for a minute uh, with that and half my family out there, so I was linking up with one of my cousins at the time, and this is where it all started, <clears throat> excuse me, I was linking up with my, one of my cousins, and we sit on the couch, we at the house, whatever, and he like, yo, let's go to the club tonight, so at the time, I'm like, man, I'm down, like, you know, what's the word, what's the word, so I get back to my hotel, I'm getting ready, and something just tell me like well it wasn't something it was the holy spirit even in my mess was still you know what i'm saying guiding me so he like let's do not go like do not go to this party i mean do not go to the club so i all call right. my cousin immediately i'm like bro just trust me i don't think we need to be going tonight bro like so he like oh you just calling me out my name just doing all this you you feel me i'm about to go anyway so i'm like all right you do what you want um and i'll never forget it man it was like four in the morning i get a call from my mom and she like screaming crying where are you at where are you at I'm like, yo, I'm in a hotel. And she was like, your cousin just got killed, uh, execution style. They set him up. So when I seen the pictures of the car, <clears throat> they lit the entire passenger side up, like the entire passenger side. So that's exactly where I would have been. Mm. So my mom had told me, like, this is your wake up call. Either you wake up now or stuff about to just get even worse for you. Mm-hmm. Being hard headed, I'm 18, 19. The day of his funeral, we go to the f- funeral or whatever. That night, my cousins, uh, some of my other cousins, like, and my sister, like, hey, you wanna, um, you wanna go to the club tonight? So we hurting, we mourning, we like, bro, we gotta do something. We go to the club. Long story short, I'm not even supposed to be in there. I'm 18 at the time. You feel me? I'm paying the bouncer an extra, bill. You know the sauce. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I'm yeah. doing all that. You know what I'm saying? I got something. On you know me at the time, like all this.
1: You uh, Long story short, you, you know what
0: I'm yeah, I'm doing all that. So at, yeah. at that like later on that night, I end up getting arrested, and I never forget it, man and the cop looked at me and he was just like man what's wrong with you like you different like something i don't even know you but something about you is different like you shouldn't be here right now mm-hmm. so i'm looking like shoot hey whatever gonna get me out of these handcuffs bro like well, yeah i am different so but he just keep telling me like no you different like i'm um uh, you know looking at the looking at the police and everything and he's just like man you different just get out of here like, pretty much like i don't even feel like filing charges against you like just go home so i'm like what so I, I you know my parents found out what happened and i just reached a breaking point man i was sitting in my hotel room one night and i'm just crying out to god like i don't know what to do i don't want to live his life no more like i just feel empty on the inside this stuff ain't fun no more and instantly i just felt this peace and this fire to like go out there and help the ones that was like me but before I could do that that's what a lot of people miss a lot of people think that as soon as they get saved they got to go out into the world and help this person and this no he cleaned me out like I'm talking about cleaning me out but and then I was able to go and and you know be of help to some people and be of assistance and um yeah man that's that's really how all of this started and a couple months after that that's when I started ministering and a couple months after that I became a youth pastor so I just broke down and literally gave my life to God one night and said, I fully surrender. Like whatever, whatever it is you want me to do, I'm not going to be perfect, but whatever it is you want me to do, I'll do it. Um, if you just help me to get out of this feeling. But I also told God too, I'm like, God, I don't, I want to be able to be myself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like obviously leave the sinful nature behind, but as far as when I minister, when I help people, whatever it is that I'm going to do, I want to be able to be myself and still represent you. And that's what he, like, that's what he allowed me to do. And like I said, that's why, too, doing the music and getting the criticism from the music, I'm used to it already. Because when I was preaching, I looked exactly like this. Little Mm. braids, tattoos, you feel me, uh, the jewelry, all that. Like, it was the same thing. And that's what brought so many youth to me. Because it's like, dang, like, hold on, you preaching and can, you can wear that? You can look like that? Right, right. So, yeah, I, I use it as a tool, man, and yeah, and now we literally, now we here. Fast forward, like, I think that was about five years ago when I got arrested. Yeah, something like that.
1: You know, when I when I hear you share your story with me, you know, the first thing that just comes to my ears every time I hear you speak, I'm hearing prodigal son, prodigal son, prodigal yeah. son, because yep. you grew up in church, You yep. you, you know, you, you came from a... I don't want to say you came from a family that was Warlock. Well I really don't know your situation like yeah, that. But What yeah. I will say is um, you have parents yeah. that um, definitely come off like they, they were trying to put you in the right direction or the right path. Right. You have right. parents that actually cared about your future. And okay. so coming from that kind of space to go on to college and it's kind of like do it all the way for a second. You know, yeah, you know, some better. people, it's a struggle to even, what, college? What are we talking yeah. about right now? Yeah. And the fact that you made it to college and you was playing basketball and, and then you kind of threw it away for a second. And then yeah. that's when the pain really came into your life. And, you know, with your cousin getting shot um, and, and then you getting arrested, yeah. that's like your prodigal son moment where it's like, yeah. you know, I'm I'm different. This ain't for me. And you yeah. actually got back on the right path, you know. Yeah. And and so I think that's so powerful Powerful because some people got this mis- under, uh, misconception that just because you was raised in the church, that, that just means you got it all together. You know, yeah. uh, uh, you, you raised in the church, you ain't never going to have to experience what I experienced. But yeah. a lot of people fail to realize that if you're raised in the church, you're more prone to actually rebel because you want yeah. to find it on your own way. You know, exactly. you want to do you. You felt like you grew up in a structured environment and you felt like somebody was always telling you what to do, don't touch this, don't do that, what's going to happen? Man, why not? Why not? Becomes the biggest question. And then you end up doing it. And then it's like, oh, this is why they told me don't do this. You know what I'm saying? And you go back. But one of the, the things I will say is I do appreciate the fact that I know you really do take the time to get into your word. I know that you really out here to win souls. Your music sounds fire. Holy yeah. Ghost fire, you know, you know what, what I'm saying, saying? And, and and you just you just continue to do what you yeah. do, man, for the for the kingdom of heaven. I feel like that's your focus, and and I hope that uh, with this conversation, that's what people really get from you. Um, that maybe not know of you or just looking at you from what they see on social media, real quick. Yeah. And, and yeah. in other words, he really bought that life, y'all. You feel me?
0: You know what I'm saying? Really, <laughs> he really
1: own that. Really bought that life now what words of encouragement i know you gotta go you got a a a shoot to do so real quick before i i let you go what words of encouragement would you give to somebody um that may be kind of let's say the prodigal the prodigal son situation you know they've been raised in church they're kind of in that moment where they're losing their way what words would you say to them that can reel them back in
0: i would just say like come back now like do it now and, and the reason I say that is because the church a lot of times has this stigma of, oh, I got to come back to God when I'm clean. That's not how this goes. You know what I'm saying? Like the prodigal son, if we're going to stick on that, the prodigal son came back to his father covered in dirt and mud and smelling like a pig and fresh out of the pig pen. You feel me? He didn't go take a shower first and put on his robes and then come to his father. No, it was, you know, I need you now, so I'm about to come to you now. You have, because watch this, you have the ability to clean me up. I can't do it on my own. I don't even have the resources. The prodigal son didn't even have the resources to get himself clean in the pig pen, but his father did. So even if he would have tried to clean himself up like most of us do, he would have been half clean with a bunch of residue still on him. Mm. And it's the same way that we do. A lot of times we're trying to get ourselves clean and we might stop smoking, but it's that residue that's still there where it's, okay, I might have a little drink from now and again. I might have a little bit of sex because you didn't do it with God. You did it on your own mic. And you can't sustain yourself. You didn't even wake yourself up this morning. So, like I said, just ending that out would just be do it now. Like, do it while, if you smoking a blunt now, I don't care. Do it now. If you drinking now, do it now. If you're having sex now, do it now. Give God the chance. Take a chance on God.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a word, y'all. That is a word right there because there is a lot of people that feel like I got to get myself right first or, yeah. or, or they get to this place where they feel like They feel ashamed, especially if they come from a place where they know better. Some people feel ashamed where it's like, man, why would God forgive me?
0: Because he loves
1: you, you know. And and the the same principle goes with the prodigal son. Why would he take them back in after he threw everything away? Because he loved him and the love was unconditional. And so there's nothing you can do other than blasphemy against the Holy Spirit (laughs) that can make God say, I'm not gonna forgive you, but exactly. the key is when you do genuinely approach him and you ask for forgiveness, turn away from the sin. Don't That's entertain it. those same demons. Yep. Don't continue to play around with it. Because when a demon get cast out, and, yes. and this, you know, we got demon killer gang over here. So you, you know, know, what know what I'm talking about. When <laughs> yeah. a demon come out, he gonna come back with his homies. Yep. And and, right. and and it's because you were strong enough to to go to the source, which is Jesus Christ, to help you get delivered. But right. that demon, he he pissed off right now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He feels some type yeah. of way. Yeah. Uh, uh, for the people that need a visual. Yeah, no, <laughs> you,
0: right, see like, boy, <laughs> you see, baby
1: boy. You see, baby boy. Where he got his bike stolen. He got beat up. He yeah. he said they took my bike. You know yep. what happened? He went and got his homie and came back. That's the yep. same thing demons do in the street, man, when they're coming out here for you. Yeah. They want your soul, and they want to kill you. So when you do face those, uh, uh, those challenges and you get delivered, it's important to remain holy yep. because the moment you open that door, it ain't just one trying to come in. He brought the no. squad with him, all right? Exactly. Greater is he who is in me than it is who is in the world. So yep. nobody in this earth is powerful than God, more yeah. powerful than God. So yeah. keep that mentality. I appreciate you, your time, um, yeah. and, and what you got going on for us, man. Any projects you want to let the
0: people know about before you go? Uh yeah, we um we got a couple things coming out, man. We I'm working with Reach Records right now with some of their artists and, and getting some things done, and uh we got some stuff with Big Breeze, Don Reddy, uh, Portia Love, Hovey. Um, man, I don't want to forget nobody, but I'm, I'm working on a lot right now, and then today I'm actually shooting the Bible Bookie Baby uh, video. This is about to be crazy, so this going to drop next Friday. Um, okay. Yeah, man, we're working on a lot. Shout out shout out my dog, Mizo too. She in the chat. Uh, y'all go check her out in Atlanta. But but yeah, man, we're working on a lot right now. I ain't going to lie. Like, this summer, this uh, we shutting the summer down. Like, that's just what it is. Like, okay. summer about to be on lock. Like, no cap. For real. Hey,
1: man, a, a lot of wonderful people over there reach records, man. We have on the show, and uh, just gen- genuine individuals. We had Zonti on the show, genuine yep. people, man, who really love God, man, so I know you. if you're around them, you definitely yeah, yeah. in the right place, bro, because just keep, keep doing what you're doing, man. God bless you. You
0: be a king and a legend, boy. That's a big one, huh? You ain't enough to just be a king. And you got the lion in the background, boy. You's a dangerous guy, man. <laughs> uh-huh. You are put through the fire the only thing that kept me going was i knew it was going to happen
1: i believed it was going to happen i used to print out that list and i would put my name at the top i would white out the person at the top and i'd put my name and i would
0: print out that list and i'd keep it in my pocket for the next four months until one day the email that i got had my name at the top